Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. that we know that we need a new generational leader. We have watched our country be in disarray. We see the world on fire, and we need someone who's had executive experience. I've been a two-term governor that took a double-digit unemployment state and turned it into an economic powerhouse. I was at the UN. I dealt with Russia, China, Iran every day. Um, but you're going to find out tonight that there's going to be a lot of Ron's lies that have happened. There are at least a couple of dozen so far that he's done. So what we're going to do is rather than have him go and tell you all these lies, you can go to DeSantisLies.com and look at all of those. There's at least two dozen lies that he's told about me, and you can see where fact checkers say exactly what's going to happen and exactly why it's wrong. So it will cover the fact that he's only mad about the donors because the donors used to be with him, but they're no longer with him now. And that's because he's upset about the fact that his his campaign is exploding. You're going to see the fact that he has switched his um, policies multiple times, and we'll call that out tonight. But every time he lies, Drake University, don't turn this into a drinking game because you will be overserved by the end of the night. Well, if that wins debates, well, that'd be great. But it doesn't. And she didn't. But then again, Do the debates mean anything to anybody except the total nerds and the dweebs who watch these things? Like me, a closet case, like Fred, my brother. Anytime you can go at Animal House, people. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? 833 got Tony, 833-468-8669. Did DeSantis win? Did Haley win? Did Trump win with his town hall? Let me know, 833 got Tony. On the X at Tony Katz, Tony at TonyKatz.com, allow me to give uh, a a take here. Ron DeSantis won the debate, and that's not a debate. When it came to answering questions, when it came to being able to respond, when it came to having data, it was Ron DeSantis. When it came to, oddly enough, being more comfortable, it was Ron DeSantis, but not at the start. At the start, I mean, he started by referring to Nikki Haley as mealy mouth. What are you doing? Honestly, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? You don't have any time for that. You got to be talking to the people of Iowa. You got a place in Iowa, second place or first, which is going to be a very difficult task in order for you to leapfrog New Hampshire to get into this race at all. People ask me, you say that the the DeSantis campaign has been terrible. What's your proof? My proof is that if he doesn't at least come in second in Iowa, his campaign is done. That's my proof. That we're having this conversation is my proof. And it's yours as well. They both started out with this frenetic, manic, ridiculous pace going at each other, and you heard there from Nikki Haley this this website, DeSantisLies.com. We, we checked. She brought it up 16 times in a two-hour debate. That's eight times an hour. That's twice every 15 minutes. That's once every seven and a half minutes for those of us playing the home game. She brought it up a lot, and she looked silly doing it. 
This was a calculation. I had said the calculation for Ron DeSantis to make is to be able to ask Nikki Haley a question that would put her in a place of trying to figure out the answer and if she would freeze. If you can get her to freeze, then you win because she does freeze. She does. That part didn't really happen. Because it wasn't, uh, it was clearly, uh, uh, from Ron DeSantis, he wasn't going to try for the thing that was suave. He was just going to go for the, you know, hitting her over the head. And he did that for, I mean, in and out of, of, of the debate. But really, those first 20 minutes were just, I think, wasted for him. It was after that, and really after that first break, about 48 minutes in, where he calmed himself down a little bit. We've seen this before. And he just got into the questions, into the meat of the matter. And he remembered what he was doing. As we discussed, Nikki Haley was running against Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Ron DeSantis, because of where he is in the polls, if to the extent that we're going to believe the polls, let's you got to base it on something. He's running against Nikki Haley. He has to show Iowa why he's a better choice. He had to appeal to the voter. He did a better job of that than Nikki Haley did running against Joe Biden and Donald Trump because Nikki Haley didn't run against Joe Biden or Donald Trump. She ran against Ron DeSantis. She spent a remarkable... By the way, did I have to explain that this was a presidential debate? Like, it dawned on me, I, I, I failed the first rule of radio by setting up the whole story. You guys know what was going on. There was a debate last night between DeSantis and Haley, the only two people on the debate stage. CNN was hosting it. They were the moderators, Jake Tapper and Dana Bash. Donald Trump was doing a town hall on on CNN. Uh, no, I'm sorry, on Fox. They were on CNN. Trump was doing a town hall on Fox. Vivek Ramaswamy, I think, was on the Tim cast. And Chris Christie, just hours before, had suspended his campaign. Campaigns are run to win. That's why we do them. I see the chairman here in New Hampshire. He knows we run campaigns to win. My goal has never been to be just a voice against the hate and the division and the selfishness of what our party has become under Donald Trump. It's also been to win the nomination and defeat Joe Biden and restore our party and our country to a new place of hope and optimism in this country. I've always said that if there came a point in time in this race where I couldn't see a path to accomplishing that goal, that I would get out. And it's clear to me tonight that there isn't a path for me to win the nomination, which is why I'm suspending my campaign tonight for president of the United States. And people said, oh, okay, not what we were expecting today. He at least wanted to give himself an opportunity there in New Hampshire. But that wasn't to be. And of course, he's at 12% New Hampshire. Oh, these people are going to be Nikki Haley voters. Oh my gosh, they're all going to go to Haley. That's fantastic. Except in a hot mic situation, Chris Christie, 
was caught saying this. Now, I've listened to this a couple times, but I don't think there's any cursing, but hey, producer Jason, and welcome back. You're sick for a while. Glad you're back. Finger on the dump button just in case. Listen. People don't want to hear it, Wayne. They don't want to hear it. We know we're right, but they don't want to hear it. Right. And, and there's, you know, we couldn't have been any clearer. Right. We couldn't have been any more, any more direct or worked any harder. So, yeah. and you know. And let's not forget she spent $68 million. Yeah. I mean, oh. we spent like well, when you give land to China and places like that. Yeah, that's what you get. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, she spent $68 million so far, just on TV. Um, yeah. Spent $68 million so far, $59 million by DeSantis, and we spent twelve. I mean, who's punching above their weight and who's getting a return on their investment, you know? And she's going to get smoked. And you and I both know it. She's not up to this. She's going to get smoked. She's not up to this. Oh, dang. So it is that that becomes now the backdrop to the debate between DeSantis and Haley. And there were, I think, opportunities for for Ron DeSantis to say you're so gonna get smoked or use the line and 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 didn't really to any level of, of of effect. Ron DeSantis settled in. Ron DeSantis found his legs and answered questions well. That cannot be said of Nikki Haley. And if you don't believe me, believe CNN. Uh, I'll answer Abby's question. I think DeSantis won tonight. I think the first 12 or 15 minutes didn't help either of them. I thought the initial squabbles made them both look fairly small, frankly. But I think DeSantis settled down as the night went on, and Haley, to Axe's point, uh, continued to be rattled. I think Haley drastically overplayed her hand on this website business. I think it hurt her. I think it cratered her throughout the night. And it sounded like someone, to me, the more she went to that well, like someone who couldn't defend their own record. I mean, it became this crutch. It was like a a rhetorical sandwich board. And it didn't, I think that the more she went to it, the more annoying, frankly, it seemed throughout the night. I thought the immigration exchange, to your point, was critical. And I thought DeSantis won on that. DeSantis did have better answers, but the story here is that Nikki Haley didn't sound like somebody who was going to be president. Now, you could say that that's sexist. You can absolutely say that that's sexist. I'm just telling you what is. But the question before all of us is, was anybody paying attention? Everybody will discuss this as a race for second place. Now, when I say everybody, I mean people within the media and Trump supporters. And Trump supporters should note that they are saying the same things as people in the media because they both want the same thing, Trump to be the nominee. Trump supporters because they support Trump. And media because they want the ratings and they believe he's the most beatable head-to-head. Head-to-head. Frank Luntz made a massive mistake yesterday. That was the, remember the pollster in the old Fox days? A disheveled guy. That's Frank Luntz. And he said, uh, both uh, DeSantis or Haley would mop the floor with Joe Biden in a debate. And I responded by saying, what are you talking about? If Joe Biden's the nominee, he's not going to debate DeSantis or Haley or Trump. There will be no debates. Watch it. Let's bet on it. I'm all in on this one. 
I mean, everything's possible, but you think Biden's going to show up for a debate? I don't. Oh, these people support fascism. They support, they're a threat to democracy. I don't elevate people who are a threat to democracy. Yeah, it's exactly what he's going to say, and that's going to be it. But do, does this debate move the needle at all? You can't move a Trump supporter off Trump, can you? Well, now you got to ask yourself exactly how many Trump supporters are out there, which is why I have been from the beginning, I'll wait for the Iowa caucus. I don't know where I am in the numbers. I mean, I, I can share them with you. I can point them all out. You want me to believe? You want me to believe that the numbers are the numbers? That when it comes to Iowa, Trump is ahead by, uh, on average, 35 points. In the latest Iowa caucus uh, polling from USA Today, Trump, oh, sorry, excuse me, Trump 54 Haley 22, DeSantis 13. What? The one before that, within the same time frame, Trump 52, Haley 18, DeSantis 18. All of a sudden, five, uh, four points went for Haley and five points went down for DeSantis. DeSantis in third in Iowa. But Trump ahead by 35. You want me to believe it? I got problems with that. It's not that it can't happen. It's not that I won't accept it. if it does happen. I'll totally accept it. I, got, uh, I, I don't have a skin in the game there. Caucus night right now in Des Moines, Iowa has a high of negative two and a low of 16 below. I'm just not there that the Trump people are going to show up to caucus for him. I am a believer that the DeSantis people will show up to caucus for him because even with the bad campaign, which it is, um, he, uh, if, you're, if you're a true believer, you're a true believer. If you're a true believer, you show up for anything. And this is where I give DeSantis the nod, and that's why I've, I've got this theory uh, that, that he can win Iowa. Then again, the last three people to win Iowa, they didn't go on to win the nomination. And can anybody be moved off of Trump to go for somebody else? So what is the point of, of, of a debate like this? What's the point of coming in second? And the answer is, for those people who don't understand the answer, the only way to move forward is to come in second. You know, there's an expression, uh, you know, what does it matter how a man falls? Uh, and uh, the response being, um, when the fall is all you have left, it matters a great deal. It matters that it all wasn't for naught, that it all wasn't a waste, that it all wasn't just an exercise in ego, that you didn't actually waste all these people's money. All of that. So it matters a lot. People can deny that and they can, uh, you know, uh, engage their fiefdom and not, not actually be honest brokers. That's, that's, that's fine. They're more than welcome to do that. But that won't be us. And you got to be in it to win it. And that's the other part they're betting on. Be in second. And who knows what can happen next. I'm Tony Katz.
I am not opposed to electric vehicles being in the market, but force is never an answer. And you forced electric cars down people's throats, and it turns out they're not interested. Not in those numbers, anyway. And all these people who are going to move to an all-electric fleet, we said you were wrong. We were right. We understand what you were doing. This is what the government wants from you, and you just want them to keep making that sweet, sweet cash. It's hard to make the cash when the people aren't there to buy. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Maybe they figured this, the government would just bail them out and, you know, pushing green is it. And if that's all you have to offer people, eventually people will come that way. Isn't that what California is doing? You have to only, the only new vehicles that can be sold by, was it 2030? Are electric vehicles? You do it by force. You take away their other options and then ta-da! Remember, you go back to Obama talking about green energy. You have to make uh, oil prices necessarily skyrocket in order to make green look good by comparison. Hertz, the rental car company, is going to sell 20,000 electric vehicles, including Tesla's. Because they're returning to a gas-powered focus. Now, if you went to hybrids, people seem to be okay with hybrids. I'll take the electric for the tooling around town. But if I got to go a distance, let me go by gas and let me feel comfortable and not be worried about my range every four seconds. And I say this as a guy who is sponsored by a, a, a local car dealership in the Indianapolis area, I drive one of their electric cars, and I think it's amazing. So I, I, am, I am sponsored by Andy Moore Ford uh, in, in a place called Plainfield, uh, which is to the west of, of, of Indianapolis, and they have the, the F-150 Lightning, the electric pickup. It's, unbe- it's unbelievable. I don't know what to tell you. It is unbelievable. The, 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 the speed of that thing, the, the comfort of that thing, the drive of that thing, everything about that thing is fantastic. It's incredible. Now, the question is, if I was driving the all-gas version, would I feel exactly the same way? And if I were taking a look at, at, at you know, uh, pocketbook issues, how would I feel about it? This isn't about whether or not they're, they're, they're comfortable or, or fun or, 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 or they work and you can see it within your life. If the price is, is out of people's range, they're not, they're not going to be into it. And you can force it on them all you, you want, but eventually it, it, that's not a way to get things done. Hertz had said they were going to order 100,000 Teslas by the end of 2022, and they were going to buy 65,000 units from uh, electric car maker Polestar over five years. But that's not it. So the expenses about collision and damage, and it was primarily with electric vehicles, uh, it, it was higher than all the other quarters, and it kept being that way. Never mind uh, that that... It's not as easy to to get around, especially in a strange place where you might be renting a car. I really do hope it is lesson learned. But this is the progressive left. They don't learn lessons. They try to teach you lessons. That's the difference 
between uh, the capitalist and the authoritarian. In capitalism, you learn a lesson. The authoritarian has to teach you a lesson. Yeah. Right. I'm going to start using that. This is Tony Katz today. This week has once again revealed that extreme MAGA Republicans have zero interest in doing anything productive that is designed to benefit the American people. House Republicans are the party of insurrection, impeachment, and illegitimate investigations. If it doesn't have alliteration, Hakeem Jeffries doesn't know how to say it. This is just your semi-weekly, bi-weekly, monthly reminder that there is no greater blowhard in the House than Hakeem Jeffries, which is saying something, which is why he got the job as leader of the Democrats. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833-468-8669, got Tony. He's just, uh, Republicans should uh, keep their focus. Uh, you absolutely are going to have to figure out what you're going to do about Hunter not uh, honoring a uh, House subpoena, which I guess Hakeem Jeffries is fine with. When he's not in charge, it's it's not a uh, legitimate elect, uh, investigation. That's that is a great standard to have. God, what a chump! What? You, you can't have a society that works like this. You can't. It just it just doesn't work like this. It can't. You also can't have a society where you're told that these institutions are here to help. And we're always honest with the American people. And then they lie. This is the story of not only the CDC, but Dr. Anthony Fauci. Anthony Fauci lied. Anthony Fauci's a fraud of a human being. It's not that Anthony Fauci is more of a blowhard than Congressman Hakeem Jeffries. But his ego is ten times the size. Anthony Fauci, who sat for two days... In closed-door hearings, according to Chairman Brad Wenstrup, who's also a doctor, you know the whole, hey, it's COVID, you got to be six feet apart? Yeah, that was not based on scientific data. Quote, likely not based on scientific data. You told people they couldn't be near each other. You kept husbands from saying goodbye to their wives as they shuffled off this mortal coil. They couldn't be in the same room. They couldn't be near each other. You're going to pass COVID this way. My gosh, you can't have large amounts of people together. You lied. Dr. Anthony Fauci, when he goes down in history... It should be for how he tried to destroy faith in American institutions and the level of success he clearly had. At the time, we said, this is silly. 
and we were told to shut up. We were told we were going to kill grandma. We were told it was misinformation and disinformation. We were told all of the things. We discussed. You discussed it with your friends. I discussed it on air. You mean when I go to a restaurant and I sit down to eat, I can take off my mask. But if I use the restroom, thus standing up to go to the restroom, I have to wear a mask. Because, you see, anything over five feet and 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 the and the coat or is it really just a question of how how tall you are once you once you stand that's where the covid gets you but if you're sitting the covid goes right over you and if you're somebody short next to somebody tall the covid it it, it like goes up and down it knows how that it can't get you there but if you stand up ah oh it's it's gonna go it's gonna go right in you everybody knew it was crazy Everybody knew it was crazy, and people did it anyway. There's a video going around of a uh, a city council meeting, something like that, in in San Francisco. And the people there are all cheering and celebrating uh, because they're pushing for uh, a ceasefire in in Gaza. Uh, They want dead Jews. It's San Francisco. Who's surprised? And and so they're all cheering this. They're all wearing these shirts and genocide, except if it's against Jews, in which case, kill, kill, kill. It's fun. Uh, whatever it is they put on a T-shirt. I don't know. I, I didn't make the T-shirts. And so they're all cheering. They're all clapping. And 99% of them are wearing masks. And people are like, when is this from? And you realize it's from last week. They know that they were lied to. But they still want this entire world. They still want this level of, wait for it, oppression. It's a weird thing to want to be oppressed. It's a weird thing to want to be constantly put upon. But if you're somebody who believes in DEI or CRT, you believe in these Marxist principles, everything is always put upon you. And the being put upon means you have something to fight against. And that is the symbol of good and decency. You're fighting against the oppression. The only way to fight against oppression is to what? I'll ask the class. Everyone want to raise their hands? The only way one can fight Against oppression is to what? What is be oppressed? That is the correct answer. That is the correct answer. Double jeopardy coming up. The only way you can fight oppression is if you're oppressed. The only way you can signal your virtue The only way to be virtuous is to signal your virtue. And what could be a a more virtuous thing than to wear a mask to make sure others are going to live? Masks don't stop COVID. They never did. We have the studies. And anybody who says otherwise is lying. They've always been lying. And yes, doctors who say masks stop COVID are lying. How much more data could we possibly need? Even if you're wearing an N95, perfectly fitted, you're not talking about 100%. 
and people aren't wearing N95s because if you actually wore one of those things for any length of time, the headache you'd have would be through the roof. So they wear the surgical mask, which has the gap here and the gap there and the gap in the other place, and it doesn't stop an aerosolized virus, and it's, what, what is it, 3%, less than 3%? It was the University of Waterloo that did that study a couple years ago. Masks don't stop COVID. The only reason to wear a mask is because you want to look good to other people. You want to be liked by other people. You want to be approved of by other people. You knew that staying six feet away from people was the dumbest damn thing you ever heard in your entire life? I I want to say for the record, I never did it. Now, if I was in a store... And they had those those stupid things on uh, on the floor. It wasn't my job to walk up behind somebody and be like, "How you doing tonight? You smell pretty. I'm really Joe Biden." I no no I didn't. I had no need to do. Is that something you should do? Does that work? Is that a pickup thing? I'm married. I don't think I need to do that. And by the way, if that's something like if you walked up behind somebody and you're like. How are you doing tonight? And they turned around and went, I'm doing great, thanks. That's not a soulmate. That's a time for you to run. It's a, that is not a wedding I want to be invited to. It's going to take place in a van down by the river. The, the meal served is whatever was left over from the bakery the day before. That's, that, is, that is not it. But if they had the, the, the things, I, I wasn't going to cause a problem for, for, for the store, for anybody else. I'll, I'll do the thing. It was my choice to go into the store. It's just like when people went in the stores not wearing masks. I don't have to wear a mask. I'm an American. Now, we should address that. Because I argued that the store can state this is what we require. I have been working myself through this philosophy and asking myself, is that really the case? I tend to be somebody who sides with the idea that the small business owner can decide what the small business owner does. So, for example, I don't believe in the concept of what's known as the public accommodation. Right? I don't I don't believe that you have to serve the person in front of you. I don't think you have to serve them at all. I think that you are allowed within the confines of your own private business, not government, not by any stretch government, your own private business. I think you can be as much of a bigot and a jerk face and a punk as you want to be. And if you don't want to serve me because I'm Jewish, you don't have to. If you don't want to serve me because I'm conservative, you don't have to. I don't believe you have to. You don't, I don't like the cut of your jib. Whatever the reason is, you don't have to do it. You don't have to serve me. I, I think that if, if, if you're somebody who, who believes in actual freedom, and remember, I'm a liberty guy, but if you believe in actual liberty... Why would you say I have to serve this person? Wouldn't the proper response be there's somebody else who has a business who wants to serve them? I don't want to serve them. I I think that if you are a gay business owner and you only want to serve gay people, you can. And, And I don't think that any government should be able to stop you from doing so.
But can a business force upon you a periphery, a, a, a peripheral? Wait, that's not the word I'm looking for. An accessory. Sorry. Sorry. An accessory. I have been wrestling with that. And you say to me, no, Tony, absolutely not. Well, allow me. And by the way, bring this to the dinner table. Let me know how it goes. You say to me that uh, the, the store cannot force upon you an accessory to wear. If that's the case, explain to me the sign that reads, no shoes, no shirt, no service. I have been wrestling with this. I find myself, when I get exasperated, saying, look, if they say they want you to wear a mask, it's their store, you don't have to go into the store. But this is where we get into conversations of what media did, or I should say, what government did with social media. Oh, you can post anything you want. But I had the Biden administration colluding with then Twitter to silence people, to keep their tweets from being shown. I had clear collusion when they said the, the story uh, of, of, uh, of Hunter Biden's laptop. You, you're not allowed to share that because it's disinformation. It's misinformation. No, it wasn't. I can't share a story in the New York Post. That, first of all, when uh, government uh, works with, with, with big corporations, that is the dictionary definition of fascism, just in, in case you've never opened the dictionary. But I would never allow that. So now you tell these business owners that everybody has to wear a mask. If everyone isn't wearing a mask, the business owner gets fined or the business owner gets shut down, whatever it is. So they were not engaged in making a decision of their own free will. They were forced into the decision. So they weren't deciding. And then I get myself saying, no, don't wear the mask. In the future, I won't do anything that they say. And I don't know, I, I, I assume some people, of course, will because they're automatons. But many people are going to say, we know you're liars. Just like you lied. Just like you lied about being six feet apart. And there's story after story of Fauci not only saying things like, I know people love their freedom, but right now we need to do this. How willing he was for other people to give up their freedom for his non-scientific statements. Just thrilled and overjoyed. Thrilled and overjoyed. They lied on every level. They lied repeatedly, joyfully, willfully, and absolutely. I don't know about you, but I believe they would lie again. Remember that when you vote and when they try and make the statement of you have to do this, you decide whether you have to do it, not them. I'm Tony Katz. The audio of the day. 
is not actually Representative Ocasio-Cortez complaining about increasing energy production. Uh, she, she's upset with this. It's Joe Biden. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Dr. Joe Biden. One must say these things uh, properly. Defending. Defending Joe Biden's age. Mm-hmm. So to those who say I can't vote for Joe Biden, he's too old. What do you say? I say his age is an asset. <laughs> he's wise. Yes, he's wise. He has wisdom. He has experience. He knows every leader on the world stage. He's lived history. He knows history. Mm-hmm. He's thoughtful in his decisions. He is the right man or the right person for the job. At this, You couldn't say man? You had to say person? Because man would be too sexist? Oh. His age is an asset is, oh gosh, that's so precious. That is so good. That There is so much joy in that response. Oh, we're going to break that down. Coming up in a little bit, let's talk about Trump's town hall, which Trump does show you something. Oh, he he wasn't perfect in this thing. He 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 told some whoppers. But the man is so loose. And you compare that to what you saw from Nikki Haley on the debate stage, it's like, oh, you do not know how to rock and roll. You really don't. They don't want 12-year-olds playing football in California because they'll get hurt. Uh, but uh, you, you, you could still mutilate your body and pretend that you're a different gender. You can still do that. That's fine. But football's right out. Right out. Those stories. I've got them for you. Find everything at TonyCats.com. This is Tony Katz today.